Welcome to Maximum HP, the old school show for the new school world. And I am here with Danny Lee Grimes from Wizards of the Couch. And you are the chief editor or what, what is your job over there? Well, uh, we wear a lot of hats. There's not many of us uh, there. So I uh, do the art directing uh, and I also kind of have the last look at most of our publications going out for writing. So okay. I'll take a look at the final line edit and also uh, handle uh, approving art, approving brand guide, stuff like that. Okay. And uh, this, I, I, I really wanted to talk with you, not only just about Wizards, but um, about the role um, that you all played in the 360 that we had to do with GaryCon. We went from pen and paper con to digital con in less than a week. And uh, your team was a big part of making that happen. Um, could you kind of explain exactly what Wizards of the Couch role was in that transition? Yeah, sure. Um, I don't have all the ins and outs super details, but I can tell you in broad strokes. Uh, yes. We had originally been signed up to stream from the con. So we were going to be doing essentially what I call a terrestrial game there at the convention and then broadcasting it out on Twitch. And there's a certain level of interactivity there, of course, you know, the, the fans and the audience can chime in and, and so on and so forth. But it's very much a, uh, you know, kind of a one way communication. And uh, so we had already signed up for that. And of course, some of the celebrity uh, team members that had uh, jumped in, you know, Satine, Joe and some of those folks, they were doing their own version of that. So they were going to broadcast their show. So that's one mode in which you do a virtual convention, right? Uh, you can't right. make it to the show, but you can see what's going on. That's great. Like a television show. But then there's another aspect of it, the virtual convention, where you're going to let people run their own games and, uh, and gather their own flocks and bring their own game to the to the uh to the world now some of those games some of the more high profile games were featured on gary khan's twitch channel some of them were also featured on wizards of the couch twitch channel and i'm guessing some other people probably did that too i think most the overwhelming majority got a zoom account kicking right away they maybe set up a second monitor they grabbed some mapping software or they grabbed some roll 20 or uh, fantasy grounds and they submitted an event so tabletop events uh was you know obviously fundamental to organizing all this and when the convention shut down we just basically reopened it on tabletop events and uh with with the luke's team too that that's another huge part of this they were right. every step of the way making sure that everything happened the right way and and with the re proper respect for the convention and its history uh so can't say enough. Seriously, man, I just cannot say enough good things about that whole team. And then people self-organized, man. Uh, I, it, me, I feel like it was just like the American dream coming true. Uh, hey, can someone help? Everybody said yes. Hey, can people put games in? Everybody said yes. Hey, will people come and play? Everybody said yes. So right. uh, it was just amazing, man. Amazing. So what was the uh, 
what were the what do you think the biggest hurdles because there's a lot of people that this was their first time so what did you see happening as hurdles to overcome that were that happened what what I'm kind of anal retentive about organization, so I did not face these hurdles only because I have been do- I've done this a few times. I think there was a little issue with uh, the scheduling software. If you came at it from Facebook or like from some other social media sign-ons, the messaging didn't work 100% the way we anticipated it. I went right onto the browser and notified my players, gave them my email, and right away we were out of using the messaging system on TTE. Yeah, TTE is unidirectional. Right, right. So I sent a note to everybody and said, I want to have a great game. I'd like to share your characters with you early. I'd like to talk to you each and make sure that you can connect and all that good stuff. I'll even do a half-hour like getting connected session the day before the event. We did. Oh, that's smart. And all of our events went great. But for a lot of people, I mean, you know, Lloyd, technology is tricky and uh, uh, making it all hang together with people's uh, Internet connections that might not be as good. That probably was also a bit of it. Right. Uh, Probably just the communication. People used to in a convention just walking up to the table. Hi, my name's Danny. Oh, you're one of my players. Here's the pregens you can pick from. Uh, Right. That had to be done slightly differently, and people had to use email or Discord or Zoom to make that happen. Thankfully, these tools are all ridiculously easy to use. So, I've, I've said it before, and one of the things that um, I saw that Wizards of the Couch was doing, and, I, and in retrospect, I wish I had done, is in the description for their events uh, is the link to the Twitch channel for the seminar or a link to the Zoom meeting or whatever that was happening. And uh, I missed that opportunity because after my events were accepted, I couldn't edit them anymore. Uh, even though I'm on staff, I for purposely didn't get asked for permissions to edit stuff in, in the right. virtual Garycom. And so then you can imagine the terror on KC's face when all of that traffic was directed toward him because he had... I mean, there were other people who had access too, but you 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 parse that out to too many people, and now it's even it's chaotic in the other direction. Too many people. Yep. So, I think KC stood uh, there with his eyes uh, firmly fixed forward while a fire hose was directed at his face. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, for the for the seminar though, for for your shows, that's a good thing. Uh, but for your just your regular gaming table though, I can understand that that might be overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, uh, we all are going to learn lessons from this. I I think this is a refrain that I keep hearing in all media, that the lessons we are learning now are that you should have a camera and a microphone. That's just part of your normal computer kit now. You need to have, you need to know how to jump on Hangout and bring three or four, ten of your friends together um, or Zoom or whatever you may do. So I think... Uh, my main concern, honestly, just to go back to being a gamer nerd, mm-hmm. uh, is that I felt like the experience was going to suck for people. Uh, especially, I run a Call of Cthulhu game, which is really well known for like being immersively role-playing, lots of handouts, lots of people breaking up into little groups and discussing. <laughs> and yeah. I was really concerned that that would not translate. I was pleasantly surprised that, in fact, I think it actually worked better. Uh, than it would have terrestrially because 
people could chat privately. They could go onto the chat channel and privately chat. They That's could- one thing. Yeah, I, I've, I, I need to uh, have a one-on-one with Tim Kask and, and explain that. He's going to switch to Zoom, and he's going to start yeah. doing his Wheel of Blame regularly, digitally. Um, but he has people look away from the screen when he wants to share information. I'm like, oh, you can whisper stuff, Tim. You know? <laughs> That's a, yeah, it's a real exactly. bonus. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, you, you know, you can be as sophisticated about that as you want. Uh, we, When we ran our Call of Thulu game, I ran a very simple interactive map as the main window. Everybody pinned it uh, into place. What You can get as sophisticated as you want, but like I said, I just had one good mapping software. And uh, just to give an example, there was a chase scene in the game. Mm-hmm. Well... The antagonist runs off. I move his little token off screen. Two or three people say, I immediately chase. I grab those three people, move them a little ahead. Two or three other people say, yeah, we'll get there when we get there. And some people said, we're not chasing. We're going to go do something else. Uh Right away, I had four groups now, which in a room, it would have been a little uncomfortable because now I'm taking group one. I'm taking you and somebody else off to one corner of the room and talking to you about what's going on. Right, right. You know, and then everybody else is just standing around twiddling their thumbs. So the the game what happened in my game was I would come to the second group and say, What are you doing? And almost every time they would say, Oh yeah, we've been chatting about it and chat. And one of them even said, Yeah, I shared that handout you gave me with the other two people in the chat and we all read it. I was like, Oh my god, this is great. <laughs> you know, like uh yeah. it's better. Uh, in that regard. So uh, I think uh, some things are going to be improved by all of this. And I'm, I'm excited to see the changes that people are going to make going forward now that they've bought the webcam that they never thought was important. They bought the microphone that they never thought was important. Now they have it. Now they can use it. Right. Well, with, with more and more uh, places going into lockdown, I think it's going to become an essential piece of life. It's good. We're going to we're going to slip right into Star Trek, whether we want to or not. Yeah, I think I think. Uh, what do they say? Change comes by force um, almost always. Yep. It's when the doctor tells you, hey, you want me to put a stent in your chest or you want to knock off the bacon? Uh, a lot of people can't respond to that. But when they put the stent in your chest, then you're like, oh, wow. OK, I get it. I probably should have done the no bacon thing. So <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Uh, it's unfortunate, but I think it's human nature. So what do you think was the most now that Gary Khan is over Gary Khan 12? What is the, what was the most rewarding like moment for you in all of this? Uh, you know, it, it's, it, it's a refrain. I don't think there was a new thing that happened. Uh, so nothing new to report there. I think what it was as always is interacting with the people who are trying to run things and getting their support, getting them to say, we're not going to go have 12 meetings. Just do it. You know, if you can make it happen, do it. And off we right. went. And I see. trust us. Then meeting my players and finding what a wonderful bunch of players they are. And the the post follow-up where they all send me emails because now they have my email. And just, you know, not to toot my own horn, but they love my game. So I was I was really gratified by that. I got a type of feedback that I've never gotten before. You know, I've gotten the hey, good game, peace. And they walk out of the room and I never see that person again. Right. I have people that are now my Facebook friends that have joined me just in the last two days after I ran games for them. And I've got one group who basically said, 
hey, we want to finish the scenario we started at, at uh, GaryCon. And I was like, yeah, there's no reason we can't do that. We got about halfway through it. Why don't we just schedule the time in the next few weeks to finish it? They were all like, yeah, dude, that'd be great. So uh, I guess those things changed, and those were very much high points for me. Nice. All right, so I do a, I do a little game in my podcast called This or That. I'll give you two things and you pick one. You ready? Okay. Yep, I'm in. Okay, this or that. Player or DM? That. DM. Gully dwarves or kender? Kender. Gnomes or dwarves? Dwarves. Okay, and he's going to be, his it comes a tough one. Whose map is it or whose monster is it? Whose monster is it? <laughs> love Anna. I love Anna, but, you know, we're going to go to war. I can see. I can see what's going to happen. You know, she's super serious. We're super serious. We're going to have to have some sort of joint project together to settle it. <laughs> a battle of the who's who's a battle of the who's. Yeah. That's right. why I called mine strange encounters because uh, I felt like uh, I don't want to get into that who's who uh, battle. That's going to definitely form up uh, over there. Uh, but, you know, th- another thing that we're learning from all this, the more voices, the merrier the party. So, we were able to gather a lot of great voices over this weekend. Not as many as would have attended normally, but I think the percentage is insane. I don't think there's ever been a bigger gathering at a convention of virtual play ever. Right. I, I mean, I love those two shows. I, I really, it was, it was the highlight of my virtual GaryCon was probably attending the, the Who's Monster and Who's Map, just hanging out, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, and uh, you are welcome to – people should join in. We're on uh, – it's a kind of a unique uh, concept. On Thursday nights, uh, 9 o'clock Central Time, Matt runs a game called – Who's uh, runs a seminar, I guess, or a show, Whose Monster Is It Anyway, where we design a monster with an artist there to draw it as we design it. So when you're done, you have a roughly statted and rough art for a monster. And then uh, we pick up right after that uh, at about 10.15 and we design an encounter uh, where I draw a map and uh, Matt and I and anybody who wants to join, we're trying to get guests. So if you're interested, you know, please reach out. And uh, also people in chat, like jump in with a lot of input. It's definitely a fan directed show. Yeah. So, it's, But we are talking central standard times. That's central standard time. Yeah. Right. 9 p.m. Right. in the middle of the nation. Well, that that's all I got for this or that. I, that was a uh, that was a longer one, but I, I like when people expand on this or that because sometimes we sort of run out of a topic and like. Uh... Oh yeah, no problem. No. <laughs> I'm an enthusiastic. I'm an enthusiastic interview. <laughs> Excellent. So, um, what would you like to throw out there as tips for somebody? Because you say you are you like to prepare. You're a prepared guy ahead of time. Like. Uh, Give us like a, maybe like a top three tips for somebody who's coming at this and uh, software with software. So like, is it roll 20 fantasy grounds? Like give us some real yeah, tips to grab yeah. onto. So, so my, my cocktail for a successful virtual gaming event is this, get your players emails by hook or by crook to have them drop them in, uh, to a group email and ask everybody to reply all and hand out your pre-gens so that people can get them and start talking about them. 
set up a time to test your tech. We use, I use Zoom and an open source uh, product called Map Tool to do all my mapping and token placement and all that kind of stuff. Uh, when you set up Zoom, you just make sure you're one of the windows. Everybody else comes in as their own windows. And then you have everybody pin the GM's window. So that's the one that always stays big. And then everybody else only shows up when they're talking. So you have an interface for everybody to look at. And then third, make sure that you just have timed out what you want to do. And I use a phone with alarm half hour during my game so as i'm playing suddenly my phone beeps and i know okay i'm 30 minutes in i'm an hour in i'm an hour and a half in really helps you control your pacing of the game because if you know you're running over you can always just say okay you've learned all you can here we're going to wrap this section up let's take a five minute bio break and when we come back we're going to start the next segment and it really helps uh for example, uh, started exactly at six. It ended exactly at twelve, and we got through everything. And that's insane. That's that's a really great tip. I I never thought of setting my phone. I got I got inspired watching uh, Mike Merle's run a game. I think well maybe my aha moment was watching Mike Merle's run a game, and he only had something like um, two hours, maybe three hours that he was running. Um, on a stream and it, it occurred to me towards the end of the stream it's been three hours he's run about three encounters or three and a half encounters you know so like i started setting up like if, if somebody wanted to run uh, play one of my modules i would trim it down if it's four hour game to five encounters maybe right right but setting the phone that that's that's like you have the thing right there to remind you like here's the place where you got to be that's excellent Right. And, and honestly, one of the things that, uh, that, that I do, too, in convention games is I say, if you guys can get through this in 45 minutes successfully, I'll give everybody a luck point. Oh, so it's like a luck point. It's like a get out of jail free card. for stuff, Yeah, it's just like that. You can add it on. In Call of Cthulhu, you can just add it on to a result. Don't quite make it. Oh, I missed by one. If you've got a luck point, you can add one on. Most people have 10 or 20 of them because it's a percentage-based system, so you might need five or eight to make that number. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I would give everybody a luck point or two if they would finish on time or early. Uh, if they finish really early and really you know, stay focused in role-playing, I give them a little mm -hmm. bit more. It just provides that you know, we don't have sports going on right now. So uh, <laughs> throwing a little competitive you know, beat-the-clock kind of aspect would definitely get my – my uh, my gamer nerds who are also big sports fans a little bit of love as well. Right, right. Well, I, I know you. I don't want to tie up all, a lot of your time. Do you have anything else you want to add before we wind this sucker up? No, just a big thanks to uh, to the GaryCon staff. Uh, everybody there did a one. Uh, we are, uh, you know, obviously friends with Luke and uh, Carolyn, and uh, I know Alex uh, Commer played a role in this. People who think, oh, these two, com these are competing conventions. No, they're 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 friends, uh, and uh, they they help each other out in these times. So I just can't say enough good things about uh, all the positivity uh, that has come out of this, and I want to see more online gaming, more, more GMs, more games, more online. Excellent. Thank you so much, Danny Lee Grimes, for joining us um, 
on Maximum HP, and we'll talk to you soon. Everyone, check out Wizards of the Couch. Uh, there's a Twitch channel. There's a if you Google it and you can't find Wizards of the Couch, I don't know what rock you're under. Yeah, it's twitch.tv slash Wizards of the Couch. Great. Great. Well, thank you so much, Danny. And uh, I hope to see. I think we're, I think I might even be on the show Thursday. I'm looking forward to yeah. that. Yeah.